guys, welcome to another episode of my podcast. Hope everyone's having an amazing week. Today's Black Friday, and I think it's the first Black Friday where I actually didn't buy one thing. I just felt such pressure every single Black Friday to just buy a bunch of stuff, even if I didn't need it. I was like, it's on discount, I should just get it. Ever since I was like 18, when I started like having my own money, and I would spend so much freaking money every year on Black Friday, money that I didn't even have. And it was such a waste of money. I felt like the discounts were never really real. It was always like ASOS like doing 10% off or like the, the minimum they could do. Or they would raise the prices like a week before Black Friday and then when you would buy it, it would actually be the normal price but you think you got it on a discount but you actually didn't. They do create this pressure. Big brands towards consumers, you need to buy this and they push Black Friday for like weeks and weeks and you just feel like you just have to do it or else you're missing on this like really, really good discount. But you really don't need anything. You have everything you need unless it's like something like a TV or something. I get it. But like clothes here and there on like ASOS and Pretty Little Thing, just skip the Black Friday. Don't do it. The discounts are not real. They say, oh, up to 70% the whole site and like all the cute things are like 5% off. And then a week later, they have like a 20% off sale and you end up getting a better price then than on Black Friday. I guess Black Friday was really meant for people going into the store and getting crazy prices. Now that it's online, the demand is higher and they know they can get away with like not doing real discounts. It's just a big marketing tool. But I do remember the olden good days where you would go into the store, you would actually have to like wait outside after Thanksgiving, you would go camp out at those like electronic stores and the discounts were nuts. It was like 70% off for like an oven, a microwave, a TV. That's what I'm talking about. That is a discount I will get behind. The only thing I did have my eye on this year and I was thinking about buying was the Air Max. I don't know if that's what they're called, but the AirPods, the silver ones that are like headphones. That was the only thing that I wanted to buy, but they weren't on sale. They weren't going to do a sale on something that's like hot and popping. I was like, it's fine. I'm just not going to buy anything. I am good. But I do understand like with social media, especially like TikTok, you feel like you need a bunch of things. And you know, I'm a victim. I buy everything I see because I think it's cool or I think it's aesthetic. I want to try a product, but it's not like I need it. But today I stood my ground. I was like, I'm just going to challenge myself. I'm not going to buy anything because I saw a lot of people posting cute stuff on their Instagram stories. I was like, hmm, I'm tempted. I just had dinner. I love a 5 p.m. dinner. There's something about a 5 p.m. dinner that to me is like ideal because now like the sun sets at like 3 p.m. I get hungry. I get tired. I had to have a Celsius today. I usually try and avoid Celsius or caffeine after like 12 p.m. But today I was like, okay, I am feeling tired. I'm feeling fatigued. I have my podcast to film. I want to have the energy. I just had to. Then I had dinner very, very early, but that's how I like it. I like a 5 p.m. dinner because I don't like feeling like incredibly full when I go to bed. I want to feel sort of light-ish and also an early dinner means that you're not going to get too full for dessert. So in a couple hours, if I'm feeling desserty, I can order a dessert or have some chocolate or whatever I have at home. When I eat dinner later, I just feel too full and I skip dessert. Early dinner means I can be in bed really early and I can start watching my things because I can't eat when I'm in bed. Like that's my one rule. I like to eat on the couch or dining table, but not on the bed. So that means I can get in bed really, really early and just chill and watch my shows and stuff. It's currently soccer season, so there's all those games going on. So my husband has plans with his friends, which is amazing. I can do my own thing, do my face masks, pamper myself. I actually love when my husband is into his like, you know, PlayStation 5, Call of Duty, whatever it is, or he's going out with friends watching soccer games. I love that. I love having like, you know, me time. I love him doing his own thing. I get to do my own thing. I really do not get annoyed when he's 
he's like playing for hours or watching his sports it actually makes me happy because i get to do my own thing there's nothing wrong with that and i feel like it's very healthy in a relationship to have time for yourself spend time apart i feel like it's the best thing ever then you get to miss them a little bit too what's the joy of doing every single thing together i think it's very healthy and very balanced in a relationship you need to be able to have your own life that does not include your partner you need to have your job you need to have your hobbies you need to have your own friendships that are not related to your husband or your boyfriend or your partner they're just for you being independent is just my number one thing and it's something i teach my younger sister and having your girl night outs and going for lunches with friends and trips and just planning stuff and living your own life that doesn't have to do with your partner and also finding someone who will be okay with that too much control in a relationship either coming from you or your partner will not end well you just have to trust him or her and then just live your life do what you want to do and don't depend on them financially or for plans or for anything they are the cherry on top of life they're not the center you bring your own happiness you bring your own authentic self and they're just the cherry on top we've all had that one friend that the second they get a boyfriend or a girlfriend you do not exist in their world they are they won't call they won't text it's all about them and they just disappear trust me i've had so many people do this to me that i'm like used to it by now and it's disappointing and it's something i would never ever do in today's episode i want to talk about friendships and how to navigate friendships fake friends real friends drama how to make friends friendships play such a huge pivotal role in our lives and the most powerful thing you can do for your happiness for your wealth for your health is to have great relationships around you the people you have around you are everything it is true what they say that you are the five closest people in your circle and what i'm going to talk about today might be biased or flawed i'm not saying i'm perfect i'm just talking from my experience my point of view i'm mainly talking about like female friendships it's what i have the most knowledge or history on and it's a huge part of my social life as a girl in her mid-20s i'm proud to say that i'm at a place where i know i have good great people around me and it's just my core people i don't have a lot of friends i have like five six people that i know i can count on if i need anything i know they're going to be there for me or if i have you know an issue i can call them and just vent as you grow older it is true that your friend group tends to get smaller and smaller but try and see that as a good thing you weed out all the people that are not supposed to be there and the core amazing good people that love you and cherish you are the people who end up staying in your life a friend to all is a friend to none you don't want to be friends with every single person and if you don't have any friends from like high school or college that's like totally fine i speak to like five people from my school friendships look a lot different when you're older i feel like when you're in high school or college you're with them 24 7 you have just so much free time to spend with your friends you're always hanging out you're always texting spending time in school like 24 7 but as you grow older you tend to spend less and less time with your friends obviously life gets in the way you have to go to work you have to do adult things that don't actually like have to do with your friends so you don't see them as often you don't spend 24 7 with them and that's normal some of my best friends we don't talk for like a couple of weeks and then the second i see them we'll pick up right where we left i don't have that constant need that i need to be talking to them every single day i need to tell them every detail of my life that's a bit unnecessary but they are my best friends anything they need i'm there for them same goes if they have to cancel i don't really mind it's not that i love it but i get it life happens we're not all going to be available all the time and that is okay i feel like as you get older you start to understand those things and you start to accept them adult friendships look very different compared to high school or college friendships they're a lot more forgiving understanding but then the big burning question is how do i make good friendships 
friendships that will last in my 20s? How do I make any sort of friendships in my 20s? Because after college, life does get lonely. Nobody talks about how hard it is to make friendships when you're out of college, you're out of school. But here are my tips on how to make friends in your 20s. And I can speak from the heart because I went through a phase where I was with my best friend from high school and we did everything together until she got a boyfriend. And the boyfriend didn't like her hanging out with me and she was like gone from my life basically for a while. And I was left alone. I had no friends in London. I was by myself and I just had no idea what to do. I was like, I want to go out. I want to have fun, but I have no one else to do it with. And I literally started going out alone. I started just like going out to the club by myself. And looking back at it now, I'm like mortified. I can't like, who is she? Who is she? And I applaud her, but I would have like a promoter text me and I would be like, bet I'll be there. And I would show up by myself and just like make friends at the club, which wow, I, I don't think I could do that now, but that, that was great for me. I just started making friends by myself. And one of the girls that I met at the club one night then invited me to a dinner the next day. And it was like a big dinner. And I showed up and the guy that sat opposite me, I just looked at him and I said, we are going to be best friends. And then we end up being best friends until now, pretty much. And we went out together. We had the best time. We started going out every single night. And then he introduced me to his best friends. And then his best friends introduced me to other people. And that's kind of how I made friendships. Another tip is don't be shy to ask people to introduce you to other people. Like I knew this one guy that knew everyone in LA. So whenever I traveled to LA, I hit him up and I said, hey, can you connect me with some fun people? I'm here for like a week. And he introduced me to so many people. So if you just moved to a new city, even if your point of contact does not currently live in that city, just be like, hey, can you just introduce me to some fun people? I just moved here and I just don't know anyone. It can be as simple as that. And trust me, people love to help, especially when it comes to stuff like this. Also, don't be shy to slide into people's DMs. I have DM'd so many girls being like, hey, I saw you're in London. Would love to just like grab a matcha with you. And most of the time they're like, sure, I'm down. Let's do it. You literally have nothing to lose and everything to gain. In other ways, if you're like casually dating someone, just ask him to introduce you to his friends and his friends are going to have girlfriends. And if those girlfriends are nice, that's another way you can meet people. Fun fact, I actually met my best, best friend that way. I was seeing this guy that must have been like eight years ago. And at that time, I just didn't have any girlfriends. We were out clubbing and it was like 3 a.m. and he introduced me to his best friend's girlfriend. The second I met that girl, I was like, wow, she's so cool. I just need to be her friend. So I started talking to her and we just end up clicking immediately. And she became my best friend. She's my best friend to this day. I dropped that guy so fast, but I kept the friend. And to this day, we laugh about that story. Also, don't be afraid to try something new. Start taking hot yoga lessons or take a pottery class or take a dance class. Do what you love. Try new things. And if you see someone there that you think they could be your friend, just start talking to them. Even if it's a group of girls, don't be intimidated to be like, hi, I don't know anyone here. I'm so-and-so. I've done that so, so many times. And if you like the conversation and you think they're interesting, immediately grab their phone number because you can text them later. Be like, hi, it was so great meeting you. Would love to go out for a coffee and just take advantage of that momentum. Grab their phone number before, you know, the conversation has fizzled out and then you can just text them. If they invite you somewhere, say yes. Say yes to everything. Everything anyone invites you to, go. Even if it's for a little while, just do it. My best friend, Roberto, we just grabbed each other's number and we've been best friends since and it's been like seven years. And my last tip when it comes to making friends, just know that whatever you're feeling, they're probably feeling too. Making friends is hard for most people in their 20s and people feel lonely. You're not the only person. So when you approach someone, just know that they're probably feeling the same way you are and they're just 
down to make friends too. Don't think too much about it and just be yourself. And you're never too old to make new friendships, new best friends that you're going to have for the rest of your life because life is way too short to have fake friends around. And that is what we're going to talk about next. Fake ass friends. We've all experienced them one way or another. If you haven't, you're lucky. The first step is realizing you have one in your life. And there's many signs in my experience where you can tell whether a friend is fake or not. Number one is they're overly competitive with you and everything is a competition. When you say something, they always feel like they have to one-up you. They have to say something better, funnier, or if you're sharing good news, they have to say something better happen to them. Those are the worst types of friends. Second are the type of friends that always make you feel bad about yourself. They point out things that you hate. They just like make you feel like absolute shit. If they know you're insecure about something, they're going to use that against you again and again. Or the classic one, they only reach out when they need something from you. But it's never, how are you doing? How are you feeling? How is your life? Or the energy vampires that every time you see them or talk to them, you just feel drained afterwards. You just feel so depleted as if they sucked all the good positive energy out of you. They always need the attention on them. And if they figure out that there's any sort of attention on you, they just go crazy. The ones that when they're in a bad mood, you have to be in a bad mood. They have to bring you down with them. Fake friends, in my opinion, are in definition the ones that just don't celebrate you. The ones that they're always around when something bad happens to you, mainly because they want to know the gossip. It's not that they actually really deeply care. And when something really great and amazing happens to you, the way they react is just disappointing. You can tell in their face that they're just not truly happy in their bones, in their soul. They're just not happy. It's easy to be there for the drama and to know everything that's happening in your life. But having true friends that will uplift you and make you feel your best is what matters the most. Friends that will up you, they will make you feel like your best self even when you're not. Harvard did an eight-year study where they took like 2,000 people and they just studied their life. And what they found out was the number one indicator if someone had a happy life was not the quantity, but the quality of their relationships. It's not about having a thousand friends or being the most popular. It's about having good friends that you can count on, even if that means you have one or two amazing, amazing people next to you. If while I was listing all those horrible traits that some fake friendships tend to have, you kept thinking about one or two names and every time I said something, you're like, mm-hmm, that reminds me of Megan. Mm-hmm, that reminds me of Savannah. You need to seriously reconsider those friendships on a very, very deep level. The best thing you can do is just trust your gut, trust your intuition. If that friend keeps making you feel bad, if they keep making you feel like you're not enough, you just feel like they're energy vampires, that's not a friendship that will serve you in the long run. Why do you need to keep entertaining this type of relationship in your life? It is simply not worth it. There's three things you can do. First, you can have a conversation with that friend. You can sit them down and just explain everything that's bothering you. I would choose that if it was a friendship that I've had for like years and years and years. It's a friendship that I really want to keep in my life because let's be honest, those types of friendships are the hardest to let go of. So be very real, be very authentic and raw and just be like, our friendship means a lot to me. We've been friends for this amount of years, but there's just some things that just don't sit right with me and I want to have a conversation with you so we can work through them because your friendship means a lot to me and I do want to work it out with you and see how they react. If they react like a normal person would, they would be like, oh my god, what can I do to make this right? I really want this friendship to work as well and I'm so sorry you felt this way. I had no idea. We should be able to have those types of conversations in our life, especially with people that mean a lot to us. The other route is to just have a little friendship break. Take some time apart. 
again, you can be very truthful and just tell them, listen, I just need a little bit of a break in our friendship. And if they truly love you and they care for you and they care about this friendship, they will respect that because they'll want to respect your boundaries. And number three is to simply walk away because as much as we try and avoid fake friendships, they happen. They're part of life, but it is on us and it's our responsibility when we identify a fake friendship to walk away from them. I know it's difficult and most likely you're going to miss that friend, but it is absolutely necessary if they're bringing you down and they're not making you feel good. You can do that gradually. You don't need to cut them cold turkey. There's a way to do it where it can be a really graceful thing and you don't have to just be like, I'm out. I feel like we've all been through a situation where we've slowly distanced ourselves from friendships that no longer served us and I think it's absolutely fine and it is part of life. If a person is set in their ways and you know they're not going to change, there's no reason to upset them. There's no reason to, you know, make a big deal out of it. You just slowly and quietly and peacefully walk away. It all comes down to what this friendship means to you and how you want to go about it. Some of those fake friends love drama. They're addicted to it. So the more of a fuss you make about it, the more they're going to attack you maybe. So I'm an introvert. I understand if you just want to just peacefully and slowly walk away from that friendship because it's no longer serving you. It is incredibly hard realizing that some people don't have the best interest in you, especially when you go into that friendship being like, I am your friend and I want to have fun and I want to get to know you. And they come into that friendship being like, this is a competition and I'm looking at you as competition when you come in thinking nothing like that. What a disappointing feeling that is, entering a friendship with two very, very different motives, hanging out. But life is all about having people who lift you up and make you feel like your best self. Surround yourself with people who make you feel good, people who you are inspired by, who you look up to, and people who you have the best time with. You just laugh all the time and whenever you leave, you feel recharged. You feel like yourself again and you're like, okay, I'm in the best mood now because I just had the best time. As you get older, maintaining friendships is harder and I am so guilty of just like not responding to messages or just being too busy with my own work and not checking up, but I keep reminding to myself how important that is because friendships are everything. They are what keeps us sane at the end of the day. We have our friends, we joke. It's the gift that keeps on giving. They're there for us and how boring life would be if we had no friends. They teach us so much about ourselves and they just challenge us to be better humans and to just have someone to celebrate your wins with that is truly happy for you. I even feel that bond with all the girls that I DM with. I feel like you guys know me so well by now and and I literally text you like you're my best friend. Even if you don't think that friendships necessarily play a huge role in your mental health, they really do. Especially now with winter, I feel like life tends to get a little extra lonely. So this is your sign to call your friends right now and just make a fun plan or plan like a movie night and bake Christmas cookies. I really need to get on that. This was a topic that I really wanted to discuss as friendships play such a huge role in our life and not that many people talk about friendships and they're hard to navigate. I hope my tips were a little bit insightful and they've inspired you to make new friends and don't be lazy about it. We tend to get lazy when it comes to friendships, especially if you're married or you have a boyfriend, girlfriend. Just put a little bit of effort. Trust me, you are not going to regret it. My plans for the rest of the night is to literally just get into bed. I'm so excited. I'm still full from dinner and low-key full from Thanksgiving. I have some leftovers that I'll definitely, definitely get into. I know this is a controversial opinion, but leftovers taste a lot better when they're cold. I love like a cold mac and cheese. There's something about it that just hits
it's so different. It was Thanksgiving yesterday, by the way, and I just had so much food, but everything was a 10 out of 10. I'm a green bean casserole girly. I am a mac and cheese girly. I'm a cranberry sauce girly. Not gonna lie, I'm not the biggest pecan pie or pumpkin pie fan, but I'll eat it. I'll still happily shove my face. It's just that I'm more of a chocolate dessert type of girly, but a win is a win. A win is a win. I'm still gonna have the whole thing. I swear the best part about Thanksgiving are the leftovers the next day and of course I'm gonna have my chamomile tea, my magnesium and I think I'm gonna have a really early night. I'm just tired for no reason. I wake up really early on weekdays because I have a lot of things to do especially now that the sun sets a lot. Earlier I just try and do everything in the morning so I've been sleeping in on Saturdays and Sundays and it just feels amazing. I hope you guys are having an amazing day whenever wherever you're listening this to and I can't wait to speak to you again next week. I love you.